It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to the first edition of the Under the Hood podcast for the 2023-24 season. I am Andrew Smith, the broadcast voice of the Indy Fuel. The Fuel are turning the calendar to November, four games into the 2023-24 season. Two wins, two losses, two splits, home and home with Fort Wayne and Kalamazoo to start the year. A very division-heavy schedule to start the season, but I think if you're a Fuel fan, you really like what you have seen out of this team that has a lot of returnees so far, counting guys we've seen from Rockford, 18 players who played last season for the Fuel have been on the roster this season for Indy, and the newcomers have come along and played very well as well. And so a solid start, and the Fuel hoping for a really good November. Well, later on, we will hear from Seamus Malone, the new captain of the Indy Fuel, and Jonathan Martin, one of the veterans and one of the big off-season signings who has more than paid off so far with four goals in four games. He has a league-long scoring streak, having scored in every game so far for the Fuel this season. Of course, the Indy Fuel are going to be home a bunch here in November, so get your tickets now at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office or at Ticketmaster.com or by calling 317-925-FUEL. And yes, remember, get your season tickets. It's not too late to do so. All full and half season ticket package holders will get first dibs on seat selection at the Fishers Event Center when the fuel move north to Fishers in 2024-25. Of course, it's also an exciting time with the Indy Fuel because we will be adding a new sport to the Fishers Event Center in the spring of 2025 as we will have the Indianapolis entry in the Indoor Football League, the premier indoor football league in the United States and in North America. Looking forward to adding football to hockey and having the indoor football league join the Indy Fuel family. The yet to be named team will begin play in March of 2025. And of course, stay tuned for ticket information as well on that. We're glad you've joined us on this edition of Under the Hood. The Indy Fuel began their season on October 20th against the Fort Wayne Comets. While that game did not go well for the Fuel, they dropped a 4 to 1 decision. One of the newcomers, Jonathan Martin, with another newcomer, Santino Centorame, combined for the first goal of the season. 205 to go on the power play. Good pressure here by the fuel. Centorame with a one-timer and he scores! Another one-timer for Santino Centorame! As Hillis put it on a tee for him! And John Martin may have gotten a tip on that. And the Fuel are on the board. It's 2-1. to one. The Fuel ended up dropping that game 4-1, to one, but the next night they went up to Fort Wayne and spoiled the Comets home opener as John Martin, Matush Spodniak, and Ryan Gagne gave the Fuel a 3 to nothing lead through two periods, a game they eventually won 3-1 to one, as Zach Driscoll made 32 saves on 33 shots in that contest. Week 2 began on Wednesday, October 25th in Kalamazoo, and it did not start well for the Fuel. They were down 2 to nothing. 40 seconds into the game and 3-1 to one at the end of the first period. They rallied back to tie the game on third period goals by John Martin and Luke Brown. DJ King and Ross McDougall had also scored in the game for the Fuel, but Robert Callisti scored with 4 minutes and 48 seconds 
remaining in the contest to give the K-Wings a 5-4 victory. The Fuel looked for revenge when they returned home on Saturday, October 28th for Pucks and Paws Night. And wearing special Day of the Dead sweaters, the Fuel got off to a solid start, dominated the K-Wings in the first period, but John Martin got the scoring started with this goal. And now here's a pass from Cameron ahead. And it's shot to goal! Chris Cameron played it into the zone, and the puck popped up in the air, and John Martin, in honor of the World Series, takes a baseball swing at it, bats it out of the air, right under the bar, and the fuel lead at one to nothing. That was Martin's fourth in as many games. However, Kalamazoo struck twice on special teams a minute 31 apart to take a 2-1 to lead after a period, despite being outshot 12-5, to but the Fuel stayed on the gas pedal and dominated the second period. It got started with Ross McDougal just a minute six in on this feed from Cam Hillis. Martin behind the Kalamazoo net. He has a goal tonight. Peels off into the corner. Back diagonal. Centurame from the point. Gets a deflection from Hillis. The Fuel score! Hillis tipped it a little further along, and it was poked in to the empty side by Ross McDougal, and the Fuel have tied it at two. Midway through the period, Kyle Maksimovich got loose for a pair of breakaway goals to give the Fuel the advantage. Across the Fuel line, Dashke poke checked by Centurame, who pokes it out of the zone. Here come the Fuel, Maksimovich into the line, shoot, scores! Kyle Maksimovich! Took the feed, got a step on the knee, cut to the middle, deked out Vorva, and fires it into the empty cage. Kyle Maksimovich has given the Fuel a 3-2 lead with his first of the season. He peels off the boards, brings it over to the right side, and tries to feed it into the Fuel zone, picked off. And now here's an opportunity for Indy. Here is a backhand, forehead score on the breakaway by Kyle Maksimovich. His second goal of the period, and the Fuel lead of 4-2. Not to be outdone, rookie Matush Spodniak has done nothing but score goals since signing with the Indy Fuel after finishing his college season last spring. He now has three goals in eight ECHL games. He scored a second goal of the season on the power play late in the second period to cap a four-goal frame and give the Fuel a 5-2 lead. Centurame will skate it up, drop it off. For Gagne. Leaves it a little further. Maksimovic will send it in through both corners. Looking for Ballon. He's forced free by Sakaman. Goslin trying to charge the puck free, but it's taken by Gagne. Centers for a shot. Score! It's Matus Spodniak with a catch and release from between the hash marks. A power play goal for the Fuel, and they lead it 5-2. Ryan Gagne had a beautiful assist on that to set Spodniak up right in the middle of the slot, right between the hash marks in perfect position. Seamus Malone added the exclamation point, the captain with his first of the year to make it 6-2 in the third. Here's Ferriolo across the Kalamazoo line with John Martin. Martin collects the puck, sends it into the slot. Hillis feeds Malone. He shoots and scores! Seamus Malone gives the fuel a 6-2 lead. In that contest, defenseman Santino Centurame had three assists in the second period. That set a fuel record for assists by a defenseman in a period, as well as points by a defenseman in a period, and tied the franchise record for points in a period 
by a player. A, a pretty solid night for him. Kyle Maximovich, a pair of goals as well. And the Fuel getting scoring from a lot of different places so far. And that is why they've got a pair of wins in this very, very difficult Central Division. Well, this weekend, as we record this and release it on November 2nd and 3rd, the Fuel on the road in Kalamazoo for their third consecutive meeting with the K-Wings on Friday, November 3rd. And then they will travel to Toledo on Saturday, November 4th for the first game with the Walleye in the first rematch since their playoff series in April. The Fuel return home on November 10th for military night against the Cincinnati Cyclones, and then they will travel to Cincinnati on Saturday, November 11th as well. And then you're going to see a lot of the fuel in the latter half of November, a 3-3, three and three, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. They face Wheeling on Friday the 17th, Kalamazoo on Saturday the 18th, and Toledo for our first family fun day on Sunday, November 19th, a 4 o'clock face-off for the Sunday game, 7 o'clock for the Friday and Saturday games. Also, Friday, November 24th, the Fort Wayne Comets are here. And then Wednesday, November 29th, the Wheeling Nailers come to town for our first midweek game of the season. Those are 7 o'clock face-offs. So lots of opportunities to see the Indy Fuel coming up at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum. We've got great promotions as well. In addition to the November 10th game being Military Appreciation Night presented by the Indiana Army National Guard, November 17th we'll have Survivor Night. Special giveaways, guests, and challenges all night long as we try to vote the Wheeling Nailers off the island. Hawkins, Indiana night on November 18th. That'll also be a specialty Jersey night and a family fun day and kids eat free on November 19th. That 4 o'clock game against Toledo. The Black Friday game on November 24th will be our first do 317 night of the season as you get $3 domestic beer or soda, $1 popcorns, and $7 craft beers or a specialty t-shirt. And then, of course, Wednesday night hockey on November 29th as well. So that's a look at the November calendar. Again, head to Ticketmaster.com or the Indiana Farmers Coliseum box office to get your tickets or visit IndyFuelHockey.com or call 317-925-FUEL to get your season tickets for the 2023-24 season and get first pick of the seats at the Fishers Event Center, which is coming along very, very nicely. Let's meet our guests on tonight's program. First, Seamus Malone, the captain of the Indy Fuel. He was announced last week as the ninth captain in franchise history. One thing to note, when we did this interview, it was before the opening game. He had not been officially named the captain yet. I think everybody knew he was going to be, but we wanted to preview the season with the guy we expected to be the captain, and that's Seamus Malone. Here is our conversation. Seamus, you're a longest tenured member of this team now, but just describe what the offseason's been like and just the feelings of getting ready for game one and all the work that you've put into uh, playing hockey tonight. I mean, yeah, it's always it's always a long summer of uh, training and, and skating and, and doing all the things that uh, get you ready for the season. And, and as it approaches, you get excited, you get the little jitters, and we're, we're all excited to be back and excited to play in front of a, a sold-out crowd tonight, so it's going to be fun. Your, you know, your, your path has been one where you've had a couple of really good years in a row last year. How much is the year you had last season really helped springboard you into this year? Yeah, it really, uh, it really helped my confidence. Um, you know, this, this game, there's so many ebbs and flows and so many ups and downs that you just gotta, you just gotta stick with it. And, and I thought last year I, I, I did that perfectly and I, and I executed what I needed to execute and I, and I worked hard and it, it paid off. So, 
I'm, I'm excited for another year and, and stay healthy and, and do the same thing. I say, and for, for another year, you've, you've earned yourself an AHL contract. How important is that for you? I mean, yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I, I work to get that, and, mm-hmm. and hopefully, I mean, my, my goal is to make it to the next level, and I just got to keep doing my thing down here. You've really prided yourself on being a three-zone player since you came here. Where did that come from, and how important is it to really take care of the details in your defensive zone that leads to having some fun in the offensive zone? I mean, yeah, that's, that's something I, I had to learn. I mean, I, I'm growing up, everyone's one of the best players on their team, and they, they love to score goals. And I still love to score goals, yeah. but I mean, to be to be an elite player, you got to play all three zones. You got to you got to be responsible on on all sides of the puck and. And I, I really prided myself in juniors and in college, and now I think I really rounded into, into my shape. So, and playing for a great organization at Dubuque, and then uh, and then at Wisconsin. How did those experiences prepare you for the career you've had as a pro? I mean, yeah, there's. I mean, I've had a lot of good coaches that have taught me a lot of good things, and, and I, a lot of it sticks with me. So, I mean, those those programs are great, like you said, and, and I've learned a lot from a lot of people and my teammates, my, my coaches, the staff, and. You, you treat everyone with respect, and, and they treat you with respect. So that's that's kind of how I, I lead by example, and kind of how I, I go by things. So being part of the leadership group here in this team, and it seems like it's a team that's got a lot of leaders. Uh, but what does it mean for you to, to be one of those guys, and especially because of the experience you have here, working with some of the new guys, and just the importance of having been here, where you can show them where to play golf, where to go out yeah. to eat, and just be, help them acclimate to the city. Yeah, I mean, it helps a lot. I mean, being a new guy is tough on a new team, so I mean, it's just just to make everyone's acclimated and, and comfortable. And mm-hmm. and like you said, there's it doesn't, doesn't matter if you're wearing a letter or not. Everyone's a leader, and everyone's a leader in their own way. So, I mean, it helps that we have a, a great group of guys, I can tell already, and, and a lot of leaders. And it just it just helps that everyone can, can speak up in the locker room and, and speak their mind without feeling like they shouldn't, so... 17 guys back from last year. How nice is it to have a lot of familiar faces in the room? Yeah, it always helps. I mean, we all we all know what we're trying to do, and we all have the same goal, and it, it helps that we've been through it before, and we're going to do it again. Were you able to kind of hit the ground running when training camp started because of that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of chemistry already. A lot, a lot of guys know each other, but like like you said, there's a lot of new guys too, so we have to we have to put them into the fold and, and help them out too. Uh, the, the playoff year last year, uh, yeah, how important was that as far as kind of being a springboard into this season? Uh, yeah, I mean, it helps. The experience helps. I mean, it didn't go the way we wanted, obviously, but I mean, it helps to, to be there and helps helps to know what it takes to, to win the playoffs and and I mean it's a long season so we just got to take it step by step and enjoy the process the selection is an all-star last year and the experience of playing in the all-star game what was that like for you it was pretty cool I mean yeah it's, it's something that I haven't experienced before and it was uh it was yeah it was fun it was a lot of fun yeah hey, your goals for tonight obviously you want to get off to a good start but uh what is opening night like for a player because of all that pent up energy that you've had for the last few months? Yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot of uh, a lot of emotions running around. Everyone's jacked up, and I mean, on both sides, both teams yeah. are gonna be jacked up. And it's the first game of the year. Everyone's got the, got the energy, got the legs. So um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We just gotta keep it in check and, and mm-hmm. know that we have to control control and, and do what we do. And what are your goals for the season? I mean, just enjoy the process and uh, stack wins. I mean, that's all you can do, just one game at a time, and then see where we're at at the end of the year. So that's Indy Fuel Captain Seamus Mullen. That was a conversation we had before the season opener. Our next guest is John Martin. He has scored four goals in four games, a native of Winnipeg. He is a veteran of 260 American Hockey League games, 
played last year for the Rapid City Rush and then came to the Fuel along with his brother Jordan. It's the first time he and Jordan have played together since they were kids. And we talk a little bit about that as well as his time so far in Indy. Here is veteran forward John Martin. John, first of all, welcome to Indy. Just describe what this first month has been like uh, with a new team and in a new city for you. Yeah, yeah, thank you for the welcome. Uh, it's been great. I love it here so far. Um, love the guys. I mean, the facilities are nice, everything. So all in all, pretty happy to be here and very excited to keep on going. Well, as you were trying to figure out where to play this season, what was the attraction of signing with Indy? Uh, one of the main things was just being close to, to my family in Grand Rapids. And so that kind of narrowed teams down. Um, after talking with Dunks, I mean, really one time, I kind of knew this is where I wanted to be. So, What have been your impressions of this team so far? It seems like a, a good, tight-knit group of people, and uh, adding your veteran leadership to this just seems to add to that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely tight. I mean, being an outsider walking in, uh, it's a very close group. Um, we're, we're a pretty young group, so... Definitely need some uh, some of the younger guys to step up a little bit and kind of lead the way as well as myself. But very uh, very close, uh, very hardworking. The years of AHL experience you have with the number of guys here that they want to get to that level. How important is that for you to be able to to mentor some of those guys and help them achieve their goals? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, I've I've been there. I've been there for a few years and. Now, like looking at these these younger guys that want to go there, I, if they ask for or want mentorship, like I take that very seriously, and I mean, I'd love I'd love to help them, love to be that guy for them. Yeah, kind of the net front guy on the power play, and uh, had some success so far on that unit. Describe how you guys have been uh, been clicking on the power play so far. Yeah, we've been. Uh, I mean, pretty good. A couple of the I mean, net front power play goals have been a little fluky, but. Um, we're we're passing around really well. We're getting some movement. We're entering the zone, so it's just uh, sharpening some things from there and capitalizing a little more often. You've been skating with Cam and Seamus so far. What are those two guys like as line mates? Uh, they're great. I like playing with them. Uh, they're small, shifty. Um, I'm a bigger guy, so I gotta get moving a little quicker and try and clear some ice for them. We've been uh, been pretty good together and see us only getting better from here getting the opportunity to play with your brother this year what's that like have you guys had a chance to play together before what's that been like this year so far uh, i think the last time was maybe 20 years ago okay. when my dad was a coach it's uh it's been pretty special i mean it's something that uh, i've always wanted um something obviously i think my parents always wanted so it's, it's pretty special for everyone and to see him being here and, and doing well is, is really awesome you kind of go back to your last year in junior. You get traded to Swift Current. You're the captain. You have a 30-goal season. That led to a NHL entry-level contract with San Jose. How important was that year in your hockey career and kind of setting you on this path to pro hockey? Yeah, that's, it's a crazy year. I get goosebumps. I mean, even thinking about it, that was uh, – it really all came down to just getting a shot. I went to Swift Current not even thinking I was going to make the team as a 20-year-old. And I went in there, um, and the coach just pretty much said, this is your team, do do what you do, and kind of gave me the reins, and I, I took it from there. So, And then, obviously, earning that uh, contract with San Jose, and, and getting to play 
in that organization and playing in an NHL building essentially for three years. What was that like for you? Yeah, it was uh, it was crazy. I mean, like you said, coming from the Swift Current year, from the four years prior to junior, like I, I could have never imagined that I would be in that position. So it was definitely a little. Um, of a, a shell shock, I guess, but I just I soaked it all in and learned as much as I can. And it was amazing, amazing experience. It's been your favorite moment in a hockey rink so far. In a hockey rink, yeah. Just favorite moment of your career. Uh, say probably the first time playing at the Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. That building is is crazy. It's a huge building, and yeah, or uh, first preseason NHL goal. That's yeah. pretty cool too. Yeah. Describe uh, you know what your goals are for this year and what you're hoping to get is uh, out of the year as we really begin to get into the season. Yeah, uh, I think everyone's goal in this room is obviously to win. Is the big picture. Um, smaller picture, I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd still like to to improve my game. I'd like to help my teammates kind of improve their game and get to where they want to be and just get this group as uh, as close as possible and get us cooking on all cylinders well that's john martin on this edition of under the hood as we talked to him before last saturday's game against kalamazoo again the fuel on the road november 3rd at kalamazoo november 4th at toledo back home to face the cincinnati cyclones on november 10th that will be military appreciation night and then three opportunities the following weekend friday the 17th survivor night against wheeling saturday the 18th hawkins indiana night against kalamazoo and sunday november 19th a family fun day and a kids eat free day against the Toledo Walleye. Looking forward to seeing you at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum for our upcoming Indy Fuel Contest. Thanks for listening to this edition of Under the Hood. I am Andrew Smith. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. For more, keep visiting IndyFuelHockey.com.